And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to a brand new episode of My Public Life as an American Nerd. I'm your host, Kevin, and joining me today, as usual, Mr. Christian Decorda. How are you doing today, sir? Oh, I was thinking of what I was going to say, and I didn't think of anything fast enough. Hi. Oh, How are we you can guys? restart. You need no, us no, to no, no, no. That's, I'm going to go with that. That's that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. And of course, um, my son, Elijah. How's it going? Doing good. Practicing to be my uncle in Smash Bros. That's good. You're very excited about it. You're like, you're practicing really hard. Yes. I'm I'm happy for you and I have faith in you and I'm very excited for you. So the middle brother is next and then you. <laughs> you can't listen. He's doing it like I'm the main boss. You <laughs> you're make it up to me. Um, I'm the boss. <laughs> yeah. And of course, we have a very special guest today. Um, so Y'all met them last week on our Animania uh, special, uh, which this is going to be continuing. It's going to be kind of a hybrid of a continuation of last week and also some new um, developments in the entertainment industry and stuff like that. Um, but they joined us last week and it was a pleasure. It was a joy. And we are glad to have them back. Sky, thank you for joining us again. Hello. It's good to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you um, on today's show. Like I said earlier, we're continuing our conversation. We were talking, we were doing last week, which was all about animation. Uh, this week, I kind of want to get it. We're going to get a little bit more into voice acting, voice actors, um, and some of the um, some of the things that we just weren't able to touch on last week. I think we touched on most of the stuff we wanted to, but there's still a lot of stuff that we still didn't quite get to. Um, and we're also going to talk about the SAG strike, which is now over. Actually, we're going to talk about that first. So we'll talk mm. about that um, once we get into the show. Um, and then we are going to talk about the Video Game Awards. The nominees were announced today. So we're going to talk about those a little bit. And we're going to give our predictions and our guesses. And we're going to talk about what some of our favorite games were this year. Um so let's talk about the SAG strike. Uh, SAG strike, I think it was, what, 180 days or something like that it lasted. Um, we don't have an exact, I don't know the exact details of the deal, but it's finally over. It ended last week, mid last week, where streamers, I know part of the deal is streamers have come to the table and said studios have come to the table and basically said that they're going to start paying residuals and stuff like that on streaming um things which was a big part of it it was streaming and the use about of time. ai what's that about time i know like it doesn't make sense like why aren't you just paying your actors your actors are the reason you're here your actors are the reason why you guys as a studio are um growing and becoming as big as you can um so what are some of our thoughts about this obviously we're all really excited about it um you guys have any other things you guys want to add to that? I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. We're all excited about it. But Christian, do you have anything? Um, I am excited to just be able to see like my favorite celebrities be interviewed again. The only thing that sucks now is um, I got a major spoiler for Loki um, on a thumbnail. I didn't even click on it. Thank you, mm -hmm. Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Um, thank you. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, the night show that totally sucked. It was like it just stated like basically the ending of it um, with a picture of Tom Hiddleston with a big old, big old shit eating grin on his face. Yeah. Um, so I get to have that again happen. But no, it's it's good. I'm, I'm glad that we get to see these movies finally released. Um, and you know, with especially like movies like Dune, you know, I, I'm like, let's keep pushing this back until we can do this properly because that first movie release was, um, that was a turd. So. Um, you know, I think that franchise just after that first release, we deserve these movies deserve like a proper, proper, like, you know, junket. Absolutely. 100% Sky. Do you have anything to add to that? I mean, I'm sure you're as excited as we are. Oh, yeah, I am very excited. I think. I think overall, I've been excited seeing the the pro union energy. Yes. Um. That's been really cool because like, I don't know my experience so far, like a lot of my professors were super boomer and like, mm-hmm. like anti-union and it was right. like, they like, okay. Yeah. They knew some shit. Right. But like, they couldn't understand why all of us students were like really concerned about getting into the industry mm-hmm. because it kind of sucks. Um, and a lot of these executives would rather have slaves if they could. Um, and artists get uh, get used and and every last cent extracted from their labor. So um, I think this is exciting. What I'm really hoping this starts is... Um, the unionization of the VFX industry. Yes. Yeah. So that's we've been hearing a lot of talk about that. And like what are what are your thoughts about that? Like especially being, you know, a part of that community. Yeah, I so I think a lot of the young blood is pushing things forward. In the a lot of the old timers in the industry have this like pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality. And they're like, oh, we're better because we don't have unions. And then like, I don't understand that because like you look around at all these studios and their turnover rate is crazy. Um, yeah. These like, uh, the, like you, you get in there and if you can last four months, you might make it to like another position. Um, if you can like, last through like 72 hour crunch times right um so i'm excited i i think there's some good things happening and i think artists deserve this you know you know the the vfx um industry the animation industry like basically any of like the art industries that 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 you're looking at when it comes to like film or or video game and television it's always been like we all knew getting into it like we were walking into an industry where we knew we were going to sleep under our desk right like it was just a normal thing that we just accepted um and it's kind of nice to know that like there's some something happening there because it's just it's it's crazy even like now like you know it's good that we can fight for some rights for this, you know, and I think if we can, like, you know, not because it's still that that 
I have these students that are so young, but that's that's already their mentality. They're like, you know what I mean? Like, if if we have a bunch of people fighting, so like, so we don't have to work these crazy hours. But then you have a ton of people that are still willing to do it. You know, there's a conflict there. You know what I mean? Especially when all of those people are in the same community. Like, I I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? And I get that because like there are people that are hungry. You know, there are people that are like happy to do it. They're happy to to sleep on their their desk when none of us should really. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and I think I really see a shift in like the generations. Like, yeah, there's some people that are going to be willing to do that and that's fine. Um, it just like, I feel like I'm seeing this shift from like, oh yeah, I love my work, but getting exploited to that degree because I love this work, like, isn't worth it because I don't love my boss that much or the executive. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to see that we like, hopefully we can start to separate the art from like this industry and make life better for everyone and make better art, frankly. Mm-hmm. I think that should be the, the main goal of this whole thing. I think when, I mean, like what you brought up earlier, Sky, like I, I don't know if it's just me paying more attention or me noticing it more, or if it's actually just like people are like, you know what? Me too. Cause I've seen other industry you know like go on strike or at least like you know like hey you know what we need to renegotiate our contracts too um we saw that with like here in southern california there was like a lot of like the hospitality industry uh there was talks about going on strike i think they were talking about that in vegas too Um, uh workers that blizzard went on strike for a little bit oh yeah like right now we're seeing the biggest surge in like um in in union uh, membership and strikes and basically like worker uh, solidarity that we had since like before Reagan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Which is super cool. So, yeah, I'm part of a union at Art Center. We have the, the Union Federation. And I, I think we've been talking about going on strike for, I don't really know. I, 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 I'm involved, but I'm not like involved, involved. So I get emails, but, um, we I think we were talking about striking for a week. I saw on, on the vending machine at school, like I guess a parent came in or they gave their child this note, uh, but there was a, a typed out letter like taped against the vending machine that says, like, how dare you, you pieces of shit. Like, I pay so much tuition for my child to be here and you ass hats are gonna go on strike. What am I paying for? Blah blah blah. And I was like Yo, I don't think you understand what this is about. Like, I mean, Karens rarely do. Let's be right, real, right? <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want to derail this like completely towards like oh, all this. But um, I think, especially as artists, it's important to remember that, like, if we work together, like, we really do have all of the leverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and often like the messaging is that like, they don't have enough to pay us. And like, we should be grateful that we're here. Um, but if we can all just work together and be like, Hey, no, pay us more, please. Yeah. We're the ones who make the content. They yeah. wouldn't have anything to, to absolutely. So. 
And that's the whole thing, right? Like, like y'all are the ones that are, like you said, create, you guys are, y'all are creating the art. Like it's, you know, actors, visual effects, artists, uh, if it wasn't for them, like nothing would exist. Writers, like, you know, they were talking about the writers and how like, you know, AI is going to take their jobs and stuff like that. Like, no, that loses emotion. Well, yeah. I mean, that that's a whole other thing, but it's like, you can't replace the human touch. You can't replace humans and humans human are the effect. ones. Yeah. Humans are the ones that make it all work. And if they're not paying them properly, they're not going to work. Like they're just not going to do it. And it's like, to me, you know, so like there's this whole thing right going on right now with the MCU, right? Like there's the, the quote unquote superhero fatigue happening right now. People are sick of superhero movies. People just aren't going to superhero movies as much. Um, but the, like you, you were talking about sky, the last minute pushes to get a lot of these things done. And like, you know, you hear all the stories behind the scenes stories, even Spider-Verse had that right. Like across the Spider-Verse, all these reports started coming out after it came out about how hard they were being worked, how much they were being pushed, how last minute changes, things like that. That's happening throughout every single like superhero movie ever created any of any movie being created any tv show um and you see you see it like you can tell right like you can tell something like ant-man and the wasp quantumania for example like probably my least favorite mcu movie in a long time but a lot of that had to do with you can feel it on screen the tensions and the last minute attempts to make something you know comprehensible and make something work and it just didn't work because of that yeah, and I mean that's kind of what I was talking about. Like, make, we can make better art, exactly more power to the artists. Um, all those the executives, frankly, like they th- the reason they're pushing for AI is so that they don't have to pay or deal with artists and take even more money. Um, mm-hmm. They don't care if the art is good. All they care about is the blockbuster payout, really, and and uh merchandise mm-hmm. um at least most of these guys like there's some exceptions right but right um, at the end of the day like if we want better art then we have to fight otherwise it's going to be the continual commodification of of art which kind of takes the soul out of it in my opinion in some ways I agree. And I think also, I think, I think even to add on to that point a little bit, like to show how much like these bigwigs don't care about the art or the artists behind the art. Look at something like this past week, there was a whole thing with the Wile E. Coyote movie with John Cena that was supposed to come out. Uh, I think it was like Acme versus Wile E. Coyote or whatever it was. Uh, Warner Brothers decided to shelf it. Like they decided that just to use it as a tax write off, the movie was shot. It was, it still needed, you know, VFX done and everything like that, but it still wasn't completely done but they did it before with batgirl right batgirl oh that's right this one yeah watch and then this one and it's not i'm not saying that they were going to be like amazing movies or anything right but it just shows that like the studio heads they don't care about how much work people put into these things they don't care that there was a whole group of people who are probably doing exactly what you were saying sleeping under desks doing all this stuff just to get it done and at the end, they're just going to throw it away as a tax write-off. Like it didn't even exist. Like no big deal to us. Like it's no big deal. If but these people worked. Go through. Yeah, these people worked really hard. 
Yeah. Today, Warner Brothers reversed that effect. They reversed it. They actually said that the filmmakers can actually shop the movie around to different studios, which is, I find interesting because it is a Warner Brothers property, but hey, whatever, give it to Universal and then let Universal like release it and have a big blockbuster on their hands and Warner Brothers will be shaking in their boots again. Um, I, I think like another related thing too is um, we were talking about how the streamers have kind of changed how things work. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think there's a direct correlation between this focus on big blockbuster films over like really unique artistic films and the lack of like residual income um, because of streaming. Uh, I think if you go back into like the eighties and nineties, you see a lot more um, interesting films that were being watched because of the, VHS sales and the DVD sales, right? Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully we can get more of that residual long-term income happening um, if we can like kick the streamers' asses into like yeah. being better. 100%. And that's really what it's all about, just getting them on the right page and creating good art. That's really what it comes down to is creating good art. People will go watch good art. Like, look at something like Everything Everywhere All at Once, which seemed Ooh, to come out of nowhere, was... right? Oh, and yeah. like, it's unique, original, fun, and people flock to that. Like, it was actually, it was obviously, as we know, it was a massive hit and it won Best Picture, for God's sakes. Like, it's insane how good art can actually do good things if you get if you give let the, if you have faith in the artists good things will happen and if you're treating them good they will put out good art that's just the end of story right and it's awesome yeah. um and a24 knows this a24 a24 is a good example of it they treat their people well they have a good model and and they 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 let their people do what they want to do which is fantastic so yeah um so yeah, uh, you know, so who knows who's going to be up next? You know, with the strikes, unfortunately, you know, I mean, people need to be heard. Game I do does. hope, like you were talking about, v- uh, VFX artists do unionize. And um, I know the Marvel, the MCU um, visual effects artists are starting to unionize, which is awesome. So they, uh, it's it's a whole process. And if you it are is. out there in a studio, um, do not talk about it at work. Right. Um, Okay, and then go find a union attorney outside of work to help you organize. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, like don't don't ruin it. Like go out there, make it happen, do it because you have people on your side, even in the industry. Like they might not say it out loud, but they're going to be on your side. They're going to be helping you out. So certainly go ahead and do that. Um, so yeah, psych strike over. That's awesome. Um, so let's move on to our next topic. So there's a trailer that dropped this morning for a new Garfield movie, right? A new Garfield I saw that. CGI movie. <laughs> and so I was, I saw it this morning, early this morning, and I, I'm taking this kid to school. We're driving and I'm like, oh yeah. I was like, they released a trailer for a new Garfield movie. And he was like, oh, Garfield. I was like, he's like, interesting. And I was like, you'll never guess who's voicing Garfield. And he's like, just off the whim, like just joking around. He's like, he's like, let me guess, Chris Pratt. And I was like, how did you know? Um, <laughs> and we have a Chris Pratt led uh, voice Garfield. You've got to be kidding. I am. It sounds better than Mario. Um, Let's be. No. Yes. Oh, I mean, what do you mean? I don't know if there should ever be more Garfield, Garfield films. Let's be real. 
Oh, what was that, Sky? But I don't know if there should be more Garfield films. There shouldn't be more Garfield films. <laughs> and if we are going to make another Garfield film, you know, uh, Bill Murray's still there. Bill Murray's still True. Just get him back and reprise his role from the animated film. But yes, yeah, so we have Chris Pratt voicing Garfield in this new Garfield movie that doesn't even feel like a Garfield movie. He like meets his dad, who's played by Samuel L. Jackson. And, um it's <laughs> It's insane. And they go on this road trip together and it's 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 not Garfield. It looks generic as heck. It looks um, it's uh, being put up by Sony, um, which kind of surprises me because they normally have a pretty good run with animated films, especially lately with Spider Verse and Mitchell's versus the Machines. Um, and now they're doing uh, Garfield, um, and that kind of brings me into this topic of voice actors in movies because. You know, there used to be a time, obviously, when that's all voice actors used to do, right? Like they were paid specifically to be voice actors. Like they came in, they did their job, they did their job really well. And it's a whole art form. It's a whole thing of its own. Like it it requires a whole set of skills that that some people just can't do. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, we kind of brought it up a little bit last week. But, you know, Robin Williams was cast as the genie in Aladdin. And that kind of changed the entire landscape. Um and I do think even before him, you had like little stars here and there popping in to do animated movies, but it was never to the scale it is today. Like every single animated movie has to have the big celebrity name. Um, I you understand know. why, but I feel like they should actually bring in the like voice actors because it's hard for them to find work nowadays. Well, yeah, because they're taking over, being taken over by the big studio actors that want to come in you know you have everyone from you know brad pitt's voiced characters uh tom hanks uh reese witherspoon chris hey, pratt hey, tom hanks well tom hanks is amazing but you know chris what pratt I- voiced characters <laughs> <He's> voiced- <laughs> yes. Yes. um so are you guys fans of this because there have been sometimes it works right like a lot of the times you hit that magic you know you think of you know woody from toy story like that's tom hanks right like tom hanks nailed it uh even robin williams is genie it's just like genius um i would even say owen wilson as as lightning mcqueen works like some of them really hit i feel like when pixar does it or disney does it it works pretty well um but then i I feel like sometimes it's stunt casting yeah like i mean honestly my problem with it is so often it feels like more of a marketing ploy right and like yeah. less about the actual like fit or because nobody's like oh Ashley Eccleston's doing the voice acting like you know that's not going to bring yeah. people unfortunately right it's, exactly it, it's true but it's like you know take despicable despicable me is a good example because you have Steve Carell right like right. Steve Carell mm. voices grew but it sounds nothing like Steve Carell like he does this weird like other voice that could have honestly probably been you know, a really good voice actor doing the same thing. Like, it just seems odd to pay so much money for a name actor who isn't like Steve Carell's big, but I wouldn't say he's a draw, right? Like he's not necessarily someone that people are going to come to the movies to see, but I feel like that was a interesting piece of stunt casting because it wasn't even really Steve Carell. It was just a voice that he did, but they marketed the movie around Steve Carell being grew. Right. Um, yeah. I, I think there are a lot of like big name like actors who do voice acting who do amazing. You know, Steve Carell, I think, you know, like made an iconic character with he an did. iconic voice he with Gru. You know what I mean? There's your Bradley Coopers with Rocket. You know what I mean? There's like um 
I mean, like Alan Tudyk, I know he does a lot of like voice work too. Oh, um, well, yeah. You know what I mean? And of course, there, and then there's just a ton of them just that just don't work. I know she's royalty and Beyonce, I love you, but can we oh, never, she- ever hire her again to ever do voice acting? Because her turn as Nala was, it was, I mean, that movie was beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but. It was an unnecessary movie, and one hundred percent. She really that. How was nobody like? Okay, cut. Um, let's try well, that again. Beyonce, like, who says it, cut to yeah, Beyonce? Cut Beyonce. <laughs> so you're just like, okay, maybe we can like synthesize this and post. I don't know. It was bad. Um. So yeah, that was a, a very good example of like, yeah, let's let's hire this huge huge A list celebrity. Uh, for the sake of hiring them but i don't know i don't know yeah, I, I tend to agree like i i think i don't know when when they're really good then it's fine but often like it could be better from a f- actual voice actor yeah just get, get her do you, like there are so many like incredibly talented voice actors out there and like if if you're like a big video game person or if you're a big animation fan out there and you're listening to this and i know you think there's like a, a bajillion names that are coming to your mind right now right um mark hamill you know like he Very kind of Lowenthal. oh my had, god yeah Mark Hamill has a whole. That's if he true. was never Luke Skywalker, he's still the fucking Joker. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he still has a whole. He's like, in like all of my favorite cartoons, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, and he's he's uh, amazing every time. Speaking of the Joker, do you know um, there was on, there's only one person who's ever voiced both Batman and the Joker in the same thing? Um, Isn't that Troy Baker? Troy Baker. Yes. Uh, Troy Baker voiced Batman and the Joker in Batman versus the Ninja Turtles. Uh, so Baker, pretty cool. Baker's incredible, man. I wow. wish yeah. I had. I love that. He's my favorite. Like, I wish I had. He was at uh, Rose City Comic Con a few years ago, and mm-hmm. I totally just didn't even real. I didn't put, you know, that's before mm-hmm. I played The Last of Us or anything like that, right? Um, but I knew I, I, I kind of felt I knew he was Booker DeWitt. You know, he just does so. He yeah, just, he's just so good. He just he's he's Booker. He's uh, Sam from Uncharted. He's uh, yeah. He's uh, Joel, obviously. Um, so good. Yeah, this just goes on and on. Laura Bailey, got a shout out to Laura Bailey too. I love Laura Bailey and everything that she does. Oh She's such an icon, man. Uh, but she also voiced, in my opinion, one of the greatest video game characters of all time. Abby from Last Abby. of Us Two. Hot take. Uh, come oh, find I'm... me online. So Let's... Sky, have you have you played those games? I'm already doing it. Um, I haven't played the second one yet. Oh my god. Um, oh, yeah, the, like, did, we can't I... let's not talk. <laughs> <laughs> I did play the first one, and I couldn't stop playing. I played it all in one sitting. Wow! Wow! <laughs> and I cried That's... at the end. The yeah. Well, terror. I was the same way. Second one tore. There was a point in the second one where I had to put the controller down. I didn't touch the system for a week. I'm not even joking. Like I like was like, no, this thing is cursed. I'm not going to do it. Sky, if you're going to binge the second one like you did the first one, make sure you have like pre-schedule a therapy session the next <laughs> legit like, oh for like the God. morning after because we, we can't even. It's so devastating. Oh <laughs> like, no! Okay, no. Uh, 
Yeah, I I can I do will. it. Let's I not do talk need about to it play anymore. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not it's talk fantastic. about it anymore. May yeah. I bring a couple a couple voice actors that I really like to hear in games and in TV? Go for it. Uh, Kaiji Tang. I know him from uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, where he voices Satoru Gojo, mm-hmm. and people go crazy over his voice. Oh, I could imagine, yeah. And then Yuri Lowenthal, and he's Spider Man. Spider Man in the Insomniac games, and what else were you saying? Uh, the original, like the first Spider Man games that were like oh, like a, the 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 ps2 ones yeah like spider-man 2 for ps2 that one, yeah. that game was actually pretty amazing that was a fun game that was really and fun he was also davis in titanfall 2 that's cool that's really cool um but yeah there are a lot of great voice actors and i i, I know, do I find mean, that like in games and like like you know like cartoon network animation and stuff there's <laughs> less of that celebrity problem 100 um, anime any yeah, anime in, for sure like, most tv that or like most movies that isn't like made by these big corporate companies they actually hire voice actors that are really good at their job mm-hmm. by the way really quickly i know this is super off topic but it just reminded me because i was going to make fun of the like anime well excuse me princess uh, but which is okay. So they announced the live action mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda movie yep. this this week. Um, that, by the way, that was a quote from the old cartoon. I remember that from the eighties and nineties. We need help. Um, I remember that. Uh, but yeah, like there's there's a lot of like that work for for like voice actors. You know what I mean? That'll come in. There's like so much like animation that we import uh, from the east that just needs voice acting, and you know, like that's that's plenty of work. Um, you know, so, um, especially if you can do voices or if you're versatile with your Attack yeah. on Titan voice actors are going to need a job because their series just ended, sadly, yeah, depressingly. <laughs> Absolutely. Since you brought it up, Christian, I have to talk about it. I have to talk about it. No, I have to talk. No, about we it don't. I'm like, I'm a little bit like, I don't know how to feel about the Zelda live action movie. Like I'm still processing like whether or not I feel like, so let me just put this out to the crew here real quick. I know what you're going to say. And I agree. What? It should be animation. Okay. Yes, absolutely. 100% animated. What do you think sky? I agree. Good. Okay. What, what are they doing? I don't know. It seems so odd to me. I think (laughs) This is Sony. Um, I'm betting they just don't want to. They don't want to. Nintendo doesn't want to follow up and just like, oh, we only do animated things. I think they want. They should though, and like show that they can do more. Like that, their properties are more than animation things. That's a thought. I'm thinking they're gonna make something live action. It needs. Oh no, that isn't Nintendo. That's like Konami or something else. Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, Final Fantasy. But like, I don't know. I don't. It's really, it's, it's really going to be like, it's, it's going to be about the cast, right? Like, who are you going to cast as these characters? Like, I, that's going to be like the make or break of this thing. And I, I, Pratt, I, is he available? <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe as Ganondorf. And I guess well, Zelda is interesting because like not- every game they reinvent the characters a little bit. So yeah. maybe they're like. Playing off that. Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom? We I need mean, those two. I do feel like also they have to stick with like the new iteration of the characters. Like they can't go back or to Skyward Zelda. Sword. 
they can't go back to Zelda being the damsel in distress. Like they can't like, cause Zelda is such a fascinating character, especially in the last two games, breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom. Like she actually has an arc. Like she's like a character. And I know she is in the other games too, but mostly she's like, she's taken by Gandor, you know? Yeah. And, yeah mostly. Yeah. And it's like the, the new games, they actually give her something to do, which is great. And she's, part of the story a lot more and i love that and i feel like they're gonna have to keep it that way like they cannot at least they didn't get her the mj insomniac treatment yeah i really hope at least that it's like pretty stylized i do too i do too like you can't do like lord of the rings right with like zelda yeah that's just that's not i just i don't think it would work very well no not um gun to your head who are you casting is link I have honestly, I have nobody. I have, I have like, I cannot even like fathom anybody that I can think of that can pull off Link or Zelda. My number one, Pete Davidson. I'm just <laughs> um, so my. Um, um, I don't know. It, you you need like somebody that's really androgynous. You so do. I was Asa Absolutely. Butterfield is what I was thinking. Asa Butterfield, yeah. Um, but I don't know how old he's looking these days. I don't know if he's looking older, but he kind of has that like elfish. Oh, okay. I could see it. Um, I can see that. I have no like, clue. Maybe like, it's tough. It have to be somebody like younger. Obviously, it's gonna yeah. have to be somebody like in their mid-teens, late teens. It's gonna have to be some new. Like I, I can't fathom anybody. You know, there's the memes going around with like you know even before this whole thing was you have Tom Holland and Zendaya, right? As like <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah. May I jokingly propose <laughs> myself? Yeah, you could pull off Link. Um, I, I'm not one. For, I don't want Tom Holland as as uh, Link, but I all for his, for Zendaya. Plays oh, 100. Oh, is uh, yeah. I'd be yeah. totally would be amazing. That. I'd be 100 percent behind that. No, not a doubt in my yeah. mind. Um, she's incredible. Yeah, she can do it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. Um, we'll see what comes of that. But anyways, voice acting, it's important. Keep it important. Let's not throw it away. Let's keep all these great voice actors. Um, Pixar does a really I feel like Pixar does a good job with balancing it, right? Like Pixar doesn't always like they'll randomly throw a big name celebrity in there, right? Like you have Monsters Inc. With like Billy Crystal and John Goodman, you have Tom Hanks, Tim Allen. Um, but, but it's I, like right, it's like you're like that is like who else would have like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's such and I good think what well, up was yeah. who played I think it was Ed Asner or something, one of those really old timey voice uh, you know, actors voiced Carl from Up. Mm-hmm. Um, that worked perfectly well. But I can't think of the last like Pixar movie where they actually had like a celebrity voice actor, right? Light like year. I mean Lightyear, Jamie Foxx, yeah, Soul. So that's right, that's right, Um, Jamie Foxx and Soul. But that again, like it fit one hundred percent, like it was perfect. One of my favorite celebrity uh, voice castings, um, Jay Baruchel, is um, Hiccup. I think that's such fantastic. That one, yeah, that one is very good. Yeah. Um, Also, because I love him, Patton Oswalt is Remy. Um, Mm. Just like, (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Perfect casting right there. I think one thing too, like we were talking about AI before and uh, the voice actors are going to have to face some of this in probably a stronger way sooner or later um, Mm -hmm. because studios already want to take their AI rights 
like actors AI voices rights so that they can just use them. Those okay. are I am willing to leave school to go riot because this is worthy. So is everything else, but this is top priority code red. <laughs> like I don't know if you guys have just I'm played right. around with like the voice filters on TikTok. It's incredible oh, what it's you can crazy. do. It's crazy. It's great. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, like, funny too. You can like they. You can set this up already. Like we're, we're there's nothing to wait for. We're not yeah, waiting you for. You can this build your own model of yeah. your own voice. Yeah, I don't want to do that. My Sorry. voice is my voice. Oh, crazy. So like legally and like job wise, like it's a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's so. terrifying. I always like we got into this huge thing. Especially last year, uh, around this time last year, I'm sure, like we all remember the whole like AI with the the big Ghostbusters cross around it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody was posting because um, that hit it that hit hard. The, like it it was just heartbreaking being an artist and like having close close friends posting their like AI portraits, I and I'm like, that. damn, damn, yeah, that's like a that's like you personally punching me in the face. Like, oh, yeah, art. I have so much existential dread about like art in general, yeah, and AI and like commodification through AI. Like, without the profit incentive, like, this would be a little less scary to me, but it is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Hey, we it was just a big thing on all of our my classes. We were talking about it, I had students that were like really terrified about it. I always just kind of reass- tried to reassure everybody, like. Don't worry, like, however amazing AI might be or how fast it can be, it will never be as dope as you. So that's what it always comes down to. Um, I mean, yeah, you you have to think that way. Otherwise, like, yeah. you can't make art anymore. No. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's, yeah. How how could you even? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. No, I, I agree. And, <clears throat> um, yeah, hopefully AI does not take over which so I will I send good vibes to the voice actors, and if they need to strike, I'm all for it. 100. Yeah. We're behind you. 100. All the voice I will actors, be there with you. All the voice actors, visual effects artists, we are 100 behind you here at the show, and we will help support whatever way we can. So if you want to come on the show and talk about it, let's talk about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. It'll be so much fun. Um, so let's move on real quick to the video game awards um let's talk about some of the nominees and let's talk about whether or not we've played any of them and let's talk about these are for game of the year this is game of the year so this is the big award uh for the wait wait, wait. i want to guess I yeah guess. i'm gonna let i'm gonna let you guess um there's six of them so i will tell you if uh you're right or wrong so go um, ahead so zelda right what, whatever it's called uh um, tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom uh diablo 4 i'm gonna guess is on there Mm-mm. no no sadly um, uh baldur's gate baldur's gate 3 Bald- yes yes thankfully yes. baldur's gate Here's was the kingdom answers. baldur's gate 3 um the jedi survivor nope interesting nope interesting should have taken one that. of them so so i'll give you guys a i'll give you all a hint starfield no, no, no. Like, Whoa! One, of them, one of them is a remaster, or one of them is a remake. One of them is a remake, and another one is a sequel that just came out uh, like two weeks ago. Resident Wait, Evil? Week. Yes, Resident Evil 4. Whoa. And a sequel that came out, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Actually, Alan, actually Alan two Wake. weeks ago came out on the same day. Is it the Alan Wake 2? Uh, Alan Wake 2 is on there. 
Oh, oh. crazy so that got, Starfield's not on there. So we got Ellen Wake 2 so far, Baldur's Gate 3, Tears of the Kingdom, Resident Evil 4. There's still two more. Two of these these two games came out on the same day two weeks ago, right? Three yeah. weeks ago. Um, yeah, they're fairly recent. One's a sequel. Well, they're both sequels. Yeah. <laughs> both sequels. One's a One's part a better two. sequel. Shut up. So um, Resident Evil 4 and then um, Alan Wake 2. Um, Christian, I, I I thought you'd get this one. It's a sequel. has two of them in two it. Two sequels. Well, no, I know, but I'm talking about this one specific game that's a sequel to a very popular PlayStation 5 or PlayStation exclusive game. Any guesses from either one of y'all? Wait, Last of Us came out this year? No, 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 no. last year. Uh, I think. One of yeah, our favorite. Sure uh, one of our favorite. Uh, oh, 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 um, oh, Spider Man, Spider Man yes. Two. Oh, Spider Man Two. That much. <laughs> and then God. the last one is everyone's favorite plumber, no. who was recently voiced by Mr. Chris Pratt himself. Oh, Aloy, um, I love her. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh. Super Mario Wonder, which That's I recently fine. just got done playing, and I absolutely adored it. It was so much that fun. Spot should have been taken by um, something else. No, it shouldn't have. Yes, you don't even. Have. This kid doesn't like side scrollers. He's just no, he's no, biased against side scrollers. Hades. Um, <laughs> yeah, Hades is not a it's side not, scroller. It is Hades somewhat is of a not side, scroll. side scroller. That is a top That's down. a top down. Yes. yes. Yeah, See, that is not a side. <laughs> hey, it isn't that so, I don't like um, side scrollers. It's that Mario should have been taken by another game because yeah. other games are so much more no. in depth. I do lament the lack of indie games on that list. Fire, Core. yes. Armored Core Six fires the Rubicon. That's not better than Mario. It is better. Mario's Mario. a classic. Mario's a classic. It's Titanfall this is why you all souls. tune in to get the, the bickering between father and son. We know. <laughs> um, Star so, Wars Jedi Survivor. Still Mario. Uh, Mario's the king of video games, all right? Like, you can't... Nah. You cannot... He is... the he. If there was one character... Icon. I, one iconic character to put under, like, all of video games... Yeah, it's like Super Superman Mario. is the the, the, the superhero. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So that's true. Yeah. So let's let, let's talk about King. some of these games real quick. And uh, have have you all played any of these? Yes, I've played Baldur's Gate. Okay, yes, that's the only game I think I've played of everything. I mostly play indie games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't play ball. So here's the thing: I only played Baldur's Gate in early release. I didn't play it once the game released. Um, so I didn't play the game in full, but I haven't I, finished it yet. But it's very good. I yeah. am so impressed. Um, you they can tell they really put their heart into that game. Yeah, that um, uh, uh, Larian is the name of the studio. They they're amazing, man. They do like crazy stuff, mm. um, and they also are like very open to their uh, fan base. So I think that's really cool. That's uh, that awesome. They they have such open communication. Oh, yeah. cool. So out of these games, I've played. Well, I I played Resident Evil Four when it originally released back in the day. I'm old, I know. Um, but I also I bought this remake and I've been playing it off and on. It's fantastic. It's amazing. It is. I've been playing. Um, it. I just got done playing. Like I said, Super Mario Wonder, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. I'm a sucker for Mario games. I'm a sucker for games 
that I can just like pick up and put down, right? Like games where I don't have to sit there for hours and play. Like this Mario Wonder is just so fantastic. It's on the Switch. You could just pick it up, play a level or two, put it down, get back to some doing something else. Um, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. I'm 50, how many hours was it? 60, almost 60 hours in. I love it. Absolutely adore it. I'm sick, almost 60 hours in and I've barely done anything. Like I'm just running around building. That's stuff, cool. That's perfect. Chaos. Yeah. And like I've beaten one of the temples, like one of the, the main temples. I still have three more big temples to go. I'm still a discover. Like I loved, I love Breath of the 55 Wild. 55 hours. 55 hours. I love Breath of the Wild. That was such an incredible game experience. Tears of the Kingdom is the same. It's just massive. So much to do. Um, Alan Wake 2 is my most probably one of the most anticipated games for me this year. Um, I love the first Alan Wake and I heard this one is just through the roof. Just incredible. I love horror, psychological horror, especially that's this one. Um, oh, is it? What's psychological horror? Alan it is. Okay. Yeah. The, the first one was terrifying. Uh, and this one's supposed to be even more terrifying. I do uh, like psychological horror. Yes. I highly recommend it. It's been getting really good reviews. I, like I said, I haven't played it yet, but everything I've heard about it is just, it's essentially the sequel that shouldn't exist because it was, you know, it was, the project was killed. I don't know how many times and it just persisted and kept on going. The fans like really rallied like for that. it. Yeah. And now it's nominated for game of the year. So like it, he's a writer, he's a horror writer, a la Stephen King kind of gets sucked into his own novel story. Um, and it's a fascinating story. The first game is really good. They have a remaster for it. I believe out now on the big systems of the first game. And then this one just came oh, out. Apparently the first one's in my scene library. Yeah. You should play it. You should play I it. So should play it. Baldur's Gate three. I'm a little bit curious because I don't know anything about it. Is it like Baldur's Gate straight up D and D? Yeah, it's it's idea. just D and D. Yeah, like you roll dice and everything. Yeah. So you it's it's everything you it's I think about as adaptable as like D and D can be for video games. Um, but you know it's a PC game, which is really cool. At least you That's can cool. play on PC, so the graphics are like significantly better. The characters are so much fun. Um, like they're great they're, voice acting. Yeah, again, great voice acting. Um, there's <laughs> multiplayer is uh, great too. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and depending on like you can kind of choose your gameplay depending on like like what kind of you know D and D character you like or you know what I mean, like how you enjoy it. So. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I think, yeah, again, that's the only thing I really... Oh! <laughs> I downloaded... I, I did download a game a couple days ago. Um, NBA 2K. Um, oh, dear God. But, what is wrong with you? Hey, pick up and Hey, play. I'm a basketball <laughs> fan. Um, but then I don't play it because I would just rather play basketball for real. So, I don't know. Exactly. I, I played for about 20 minutes. Um, but I bought it because it comes with the big Kobe pack. So, you get to, like, really oh, like cool. some Kobe moments. So, like, that's kind of cool. I've never played sports games very much. I do. It, there's so much to it. I'm like, damn, I just want to, like, it has me, like, pick, picking scrimmages and stuff. And I'm like... I just, I just want to shoot. <laughs> like, just let I, me. I never played sports games either until I've tried um, to play Madden. Oh no, I can't. I can't do Madden. The That's first like so much more sports game I played was uh, I think it was NFL Blitz, Ooh. where Ooh. it's just like it's a football game, but it's like you just beat the crap out of your opponents. Like it's mm -hmm. like a fighting game mixed with like football. I think I so, have like, played that one. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Name. It was Blitz. fun. Also, oh, also the there's like a Mario soccer game. The Mario sports games. Are really oh fun. yeah, 
Those are fun. Yeah. The Mario sports games, uh, Mario Tennis. I got addicted mm-hmm. to Mario Tennis for such a long time. Like, yeah, it's so that like, one's super fun. So good. Oh, and good. and Wii Sports. I have played mm-hmm. Wii Sports. There you go. <laughs> Wii Sports is fun too. I love Wii. Oh, I want to play Wii Sports again. Um, and of course, uh, Spider Man Two, which uh, we none of us, I don't believe, Christian, I, have you played it yet? Again, I I've played about as much of that as I played NBA Two K. So gotcha. Like, barely. Okay. Um, um so out of this list if you guys had to say hey this one's gonna win obviously we're not predictors here we're not saying necessarily one game's better than the other and may i go and i first? don't want to use personal bias per se like what game would you guys say you know just from what you guys have been hearing and reactions and stuff if you had to pick one of these games which one do you think is going to win the award uh i personally think it's either going to be marvel spider-man 2 mm-hmm. or baldur's gate 3 Okay, fair enough. Um, what about y'all? What do you guys think? I want it to be Baldur's Gate 2. Um, I also want it to be Spider-Man. I think it's going to be um, Zelda. I think it's going to be um, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I don't know. I think that's I think that's the big game everybody's been talking about all year. Like Absolutely. Um, if yeah. I have to like sum up like all of the chatter I've been hearing, it's probably that more than anything. So. Yeah, because it is voted on by the fans, the Game Awards. So, uh, what do you think, Sky? Oh my God! I mean, I haven't played all of those. Um, I don't even like i I don't have a Switch. I have a Steam Deck, so oh, I haven't had a chance nice. to play Zelda yet. Um, but I would guess it's something between Baldur's Gate and um, Spider Man or Zelda. Uh, I hope Baldur's Gate wins, though. I'll be honest. It, you know, if anybody deserves it, it's Baldur's Gate because, like, the stuff that Larian did and like all the stuff that they released on a normal ass price for a video game, like it was to the point where other studios were upset. They're like, "Dude, you guys are like making all of us look bad." Yeah, yeah. They people like the studios were literally like that, and then they yeah. were like, "You know what? Like, get fucked." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Larry was like, "Well, then step your game up. Like, don't get mad at me because I'm we're doing amazing. Yeah, like, then be amazing. Like, yeah, Blizzard, so... finish your game. From <laughs> Soft really <laughs> the best like best game to play with your friends because there's no microtransactions in it, and nobody's talked, and like barely anybody's talked about it. Which one? Armored Core Six Fires of oh, Rubicon. I've oh, I of... have heard of that one. Yeah, it's like. It's basically like everything that you love in like a hack and slash game, but in a mech. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Um, my prediction for this for this award, if I had to pick between two, um, it's either going to be Legend of Zelda. I think Tears of the King. I honestly believe that Tears of the Kingdom is going to take it. Um, but I think if it doesn't, I honestly think Ellen Wake 2 is going to be the underdog um, story that everyone's kind of been watching and everyone's kind of been talking about. Because again, like I said... This game's not even technically supposed to exist because it's been killed so many times. And it really was because of the fans and because of the developers' persistence to make it happen is why it happened. They must have had necromancers with them. No, I mean, because the the first game wasn't super successful, but it was a huge cult game Mm -hmm. that people loved. So um, that's what I'm putting my money on if I had to. It would either be Tears of the Kingdom if it's not Tears of the Kingdom, it's going to be Alan Wake 2, I think. Um, You're hyping not... up Alan Wake. I'm excited. I'm going to go play the first one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, check it out. The first one's great. I, I love the first one. Uh, I played it back in 2010 when it came out, and I had a blast with it. Um, I certainly enjoy, enjoy it. And it's not, 
it's not super gory. It's not super bloody. It really does just kind of mess with your mind and just kind of takes you on this. Ink. And it's based in the Pacific Northwest, which I absolutely love. It's based in Washington State. Um, I so love you get that. Yeah, you get all of the beautiful like scenery and like the mountains, and it 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 really pulls you into the world. And I absolutely. 100% recommend it. So yeah, Alan Wake 2, I think is going to be the underdog if Tears of the Kingdom doesn't win, but we'll see uh, the Game Awards when they are going to take place. I have no clue. I'm Why looking at best performance. Check it out. I just changed it for you. Um, yeah, you've taken over my screen now. I have taken over your screen. All right, well, figure that out and then uh, we'll just uh, keep going. Um, so y'all, um, so that's our show everyone december 7th so the game awards are december 7th so go to gameawards.com if i'm not mistaken and vote um you could just have to create a login and you can vote as i don't know if you can vote as many times as you want but go there vote talk who's what's your favorite performance what's your favorite game um and hopefully your favorite game wins we're rooting for you and i believe in you so definitely go out there and make it happen um so thank you all for checking out the show thank you everyone here for 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 being here it was so much fun i really really enjoyed the conversation um it was a lot of fun before we go though i do like to ask have you guys been watching anything reading anything playing anything lately that you guys want to recommend or anything that you guys want to shout out before we uh get out of here christian um, or sky whoever well i've right, been reading through the Hunger Games prequel, and I'm kind of excited for the movie. We'll see if it's good. Nice. When awesome. does the movie come out? Uh, I don't know. Soon, about. right? Yeah, really soon. It's really soon. Really yeah, soon. Very cool. Um, what have I been watching? I've watched all of Winning Time um, on HBO. Definitely recommend it. I've also been listening to the Up and Smoke podcast. Um, I know matt barnes um stephen jackson funny funny guys um also kevin garnett i hated you when i was a kid but you are one of the funniest human beings and one of the best storytellers um i can listen to you all day um so yeah i've been i just all basketball stuff basically <laughs> you're on a basketball kick you been yeah, wearing baker's hat and everything like you're good to go <laughs> like i'm i'm excited for you man that's awesome yeah. um and eli yes do you have anything you've been playing, watching, you want to recommend? Uh, definitely Attack on Titan. It just finished up its fifth and final season. Uh, went out with a bang, thankfully. Very big one. Very cool. Well, good. And then I've also been playing Cyberpunk 2077. Which Perfect. is better now thanks to the bug patches. <laughs> Perfect. That's awesome. And I probably talked about... Uh, listen, I'm, I'm on this book kick right now. I love this book. I think this book is incredible. I um, probably have brought it up before when I first read it, but I'm going through it again as an audiobook, and it's absolutely worth it. This book is called uh, it's Creativity Inc. Um, by Ed Catmull. Uh, he's the vice president of animation at Pixar and um, Walt Disney um, Walt Disney Animation. Uh, this, this dude just got so many good... Um, I was talking about it a little bit before the show to Christian and Eli, but it's got so much good insight into the artistry and the um just the inner workings of a movie you know of a, we were talking about movie studios earlier um but just the inner workings of of a place like pixar who's listen we all know they're part of a corporation and they they suffer from a lot of the same things that we were just talking about earlier but um they have really really great people working there artists who really want to make the best product and 
you know, the best uh, entertainment for us to enjoy and to watch. And they do put their lives on the line. They're not their lives, but their, their livelihoods, you know, they're there constantly. Their, their families are at home, you know, it's this thing, but they, they work really hard to give us the art that we consume and that we love and the art that actually helps us get through rough times, get through happy, you know, they, they, they create art and art super, super important. But this book really demonstrates how that's able to happen um, in the company, in a business framework, um, which is super fascinating, super interesting. Um, they have one specific, you know, the biggest thing that has stood out to me from this book, and I posted it on, on my Facebook and on all of my socials because it still hits me till this day. Um, but Andrew Statton, who's a director there, he directed Finding Nemo and a bunch of other stuff. Um, he has a saying there called fail early, or he says, fail early and fail fast and be wrong as fast as you can. It's about just kind of not being afraid to make mistakes. As artists, you're going to make mistakes. As human beings, you're going to make mistakes. But the important thing is to learn from those mistakes, move on, and mistakes are actually part of the creative process. Everyone from, from Andrew Stanton to uh, Neil Gaiman talks about it too. Make oh, yeah. mistakes. Like, don't be afraid to go out there and make horrible mistakes, you know, make glorious mistakes with your art. Um, that's the only way you're going to get better. And it's super inspiring, super... Um, just it takes you to a whole new level and this book just just shows you that it is possible to make your dreams come true and to do what you want to do even with even within working within a a business framework and how to be creative in that atmosphere so i highly highly recommend this book creativity inc um overcoming the unseen forces that stand in the way of true inspiration um by ed catmull uh definitely definitely seek it out if you haven't read it yet. Um, and, and it also helps, you know, not just with, with being an artist, even if you're not an artist, it helps with life. It helps with being a better manager. It helps with being a better person in general. Um, and it's, it's actually helped me along a lot in my journey. So this is my second time going through it. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, yeah. Can't talk about it enough, um, but I'm going to keep talking about it. So um, yeah. So certainly check it out. Christmas is coming up. Get it for your favorite person because they're going to love it. It's great. It's fantastic. I love the the picture on the book too. It's got that awesome silhouette of Buzz Lightyear, which is- Oh yeah. I'm definitely going to pick it up. Yeah. I, I want to read that one. Absolutely. I highly recommend it. And I think, I think you're going to love it. Um, just being a creative. So anyways, that's our show, everyone. Uh, let's just go around and talk about where people can find us. Christian, where can they find you? Um, you can find me um, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Christian Nakorda. Come find me. Let's draw. Yeah. Awesome. And Sky, where can they find you online? Um, yeah, for now, just uh, my Instagram, uh, mesmer.cg, mzmr.cg. Cool. Awesome. And of course, you can find me, Kevin underscore Hoskinson or Kevin Hoskinson at Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I'm a social media whore. So you can find me anywhere and everywhere, TikTok, wherever you can find anything. Um, you could find me there. Uh, I still do some Lego stuff. I haven't done Lego stuff in a while. I need to get back to doing some Lego stuff. I need to get back to uh, so you know pastraminationcom Check out pastraminationcom Check out the Pastrami Nation podcast every Tuesday night. We do a live stream, um, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and all that fun stuff. But anyways, uh, that's our show. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for checking us out. And we will see you all next week. And as usual, stay nerdy, America. Bye-bye. <laughs>